Benevito, Benevito, Benevito. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Great City Church Podcast. This is, as always, until we have some special guests, which is coming very soon. This is Pastor George. I am so excited to share these few moments with you. And again, Benevito. That's welcome in Spanish. I am enjoying these podcasts. I'm enjoying the episodes. I'm enjoying your feedback. Do me a favor. Share the episode with your family. Share it with your friends. Even share it with the coworker that gets on your nerves. Maybe they'll find some inspiration in it. Tell them, hey, you need to listen to this. And maybe if you let them listen to this, then our mission will be accomplished and the, they will be transformed by the word of God. Sometimes it'll be cool to invite your evil coworker to church. Maybe they won't be evil. So let's pick off where we were last time. On the last episode, uh, we were ending off on a phrase, and I'll pick it up now. It says, when prayer becomes a reality in your life, you will find yourself doing things just to please God. When prayer becomes a reality in your life, prayer needs to become a reality in your life. Now, you might not... Uh, jerk and shake every day and roll over the floor and speak in tongues every day and lay out for five hours and pray every day. You might not do that every day, but let prayer become your reality. In the last episode, I just kind of went in for prayer for maybe a minute. We prayed and let prayer become your reality. Prayer is you communicating with the Holy Spirit in your love language. That was good, Pastor George. That was good. I'm writing it down. Prayer. Is you, <laughs> I'm so dramatic writing this down. Prayer is you communicating to the Holy Spirit in your love language. That is so good. Yeah, everybody has a different love language. My prayer life will not be like your prayer life. My prayers won't sound like your prayers. We all have different love languages. And we all communicate, and if we may have the same love language, but we still communicate that language differently depending on culture, depending on the way we were raised, depending on how we believe. But your prayer life is your prayer life between you and God, unless you're praying corporately. And even when you're praying corporately or worshiping corporately for worship leaders or those who preside or exalt or whatever you may do in church, or if someone asks you to pray out in the open, all I'm doing is inviting you to participate in my private prayer life. So when somebody asks me to pray uh, in, at a business meeting or asks me to pray somewhere, I'm not nervous, number one, because I'm a person of prayer. I'm not nervous to pray in front of people because I'm a person of prayer. I'm a man of prayer. I'm a son of prayer. And so all I'm doing is inviting you to experience what my prayer life is like. I'm not trying to pray like the Pharisees and the Sadducees and, 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 and sound fancy. I'm not comparing the way I pray to someone else's prayer. When I'm asked to pray openly, I'm just inviting you or giving you an invitation to what my private dedication, my private dedication, my personal prayer life is with the Holy Spirit. So praying is you communicating to the Holy Spirit and your love language, the way you communicate with him. Some people say, some people I hear call um, their God, they call him God. Some people call him Abba. 
Some people call them their sugar daddy. Some people call them their uh, their big daddy. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know their love language. I don't know how they were raised. I don't know their culture. I don't know how they express their love to someone who is the author and the finisher of their faith. I call him Abba. I call him God. I call him Lord. I call him friend. Uh, I mean, just, just anything that I can imagine to express at that moment how I feel about him. And you may call him Papa. You may call him Daddy. Whatever you call him, let it be from an intimate place from with, between you and him. And then if people invite you to pray, you allow them to come into your own personal intimate devotion with the Lord, okay? So, uh, when, when your prayer life becomes a reality, you find yourself doing things to please God. That's just common spiritual sense. The more you spend time, well, that's just really common natural sense. The more you spend time with anything or anyone, you will e immediately and inevitably find ways to try to please that person. And that can be good and bad. Good for when you're spending time in prayer, you're trying to please God bad with uh, with people unless that's a spouse. And sometimes that can be dangerous. You're just doing things just to please them. And so number one, your first ultimatum, the, well, your first thing you need to do is trying to please God. I, I, I'm really at that place in my life. I'm honestly, I cannot express that uh, anymore. I, I hope you're hearing my heart. I'm really at a place in my life that I really want to please God. I want to make him happy. I want to make him proud. I want to give him my life. I want to give him my all. I want to give him my everything. Every, every part of me belongs to you. I, I just want to please you. I, my soul longs for you. See, there we go. What are we doing now? What are we doing? I'm getting into prayer. I'm inviting you to my personal prayer. That, that, do you see how simple that is? You see how easy it is to pray and communicate with the Holy Spirit? Do you see how easy? Okay, you see how easy it is to pray and communicate with the Holy Spirit, all right? So just that simple. We prayed, right? We prayed. Now, I don't practice this all the time. I know some people practice, uh, open up the Bible wherever it lands. That's what God is going to say to me. Sometimes I do that. Sometimes I don't. Uh, but he's answering now, even through us talking, he's answering now. But we just prayed, right? So we just prayed. We're going to open up the word of God. We're going to open up the word of God and uh, we're going to read. We're going to read. I open it up and it opened to 1 Timothy, the third chapter and the first verse. And that's what it says. This is a trustworthy saying. If someone aspires to be a church leader, he desires an honorable position. Wow. Wow. What, what, is our, what is our vision? To equip and empower emerging leaders. And so when we prayed, he wants us to know that if you're aspiring to be a church leader, if you're aspiring to be a leader, you desire something that is honorable. It's honor in you listening to this podcast. It's honor in you saying, I want to be a leader. You do not have to be ashamed to say, I want to be a leader in the church. I want to be a leader in the government. I want to be a leader in my school. Stop being bashful about the call of leadership that's on your life and learn how to lead. Learn how to lead. Be trained. Be taught. Be coached. Learn how. I want to be known for two major things. I want to be known 
for leadership and relationships. I want to be a leadership guru and a guru in relationships. I'm not bashful. I'm not ashamed. I'm not insecure to say I am a leader and I like to lead. And the best part you can lead is leading by example. And I always tell people, I want to lead you into the presence of God. All right. So you got to get spend that alone time. Express how you feel. Stay in his presence long enough to hear him respond by telling you how he feels and how he can help you in your daily life. Stay in that place of peace. Stay in that place of peace. When prayer becomes your reality, you will find yourself doing things to please God. Like we said, once again, the more you spend time, the more you want to please him. The more you want to get to know him, the more you want to get to know what he knows about you. It is within this process of prayer that you will find holistic, emotional content. It's in the place of prayer that you'll find holistic, emotional contentment. Excuse me. It's in the place of prayer that you'll find holistic, emotional contentment. You will not just be happy in the spirit. You will not just be emotionally stable in the spirit. But if you spend time in prayer and get to learn the pattern of prayer, get on the process of prayer, you will holistically be content. You won't just be, oh, I'm a little bit happy. I'm a I'm, a, I'm, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. No, when you get in the process of prayer, you find contentment and godliness with contentment is great gain. I pray that I've said something to bless you. I pray today that uh, as I've just invited you into my personal time of prayer, because prayer is universal. There's not a place you can't go in the world that people aren't praying. And I just Pray that as I've invited you into my personal time, that this podcast has blessed you. These episodes are blessing you. And I pray that you are finding it easier to pray. That that burden of prayer, that burden of what prayer looks like is being lifted off of you. And I pray that you are continuing to grow in the grace of God that is on your life. I pray that you will flow and function in more grace this year than you have ever flowed and functioned in your life. I pray this year that you stop relying on your own strength and you start stepping out in the grace of God. Hey, there we go. We prayed again. We prayed again. It's that simple. And I know that when I pray, heaven doesn't just hear me, but heaven responds to my prayer.